Welcome to the Scandinavian Mind podcast, our weekly show about the intersection of lifestyle and technology. Today on the program, a special report from Stockholm Design Week. Last week, the first fully physical Stockholm Design Week and Stockholm Furniture Fair took place for the first time in three years. Today, we are joined by a group of insiders from the Swedish design and interior industry to talk about the highlights from the week, some key trends, what sustainability innovation projects that caught our eyes, and an analysis of the state of the design industry. I'm Conrad Olsen, Editor-in-Chief and Founder of Scandinavian Mind, and I'm here with my dear colleague, Senior Editor Johan Magnusson, and our two special guests, Stefan Nilsson, Trend Expert, and Lisa Marie Manfolk Eklund, Managing Editor of Tidskriften Room. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. It's so good to have you here. Uh, I think we should just, let's dive into it. I, I want to hear all of you, the, your general uh, impressions of, of Stockholm Design Week. What did you take away? What are your impressions? Uh, Lisa, I'm going to start with you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was very well needed. It doesn't mean that I enjoyed everything and liked everything, and it doesn't even mean that I saw everything. Okay. Stefan, what's your impression? <laughs> well, this is my home turf, so of course I will endorse it. I think it's super important for us in Sweden to have this. Is it important for other people? I'm not so sure, but to me, it's a good design week and an important design fair. Absolutely. So I want to get into, I mean, we all were sort of, uh, you know, scouring around the week, all the events, etc. cetera. Uh, you all more than me, and that's why I have the luxury of having, having you guys here. Um, so, and there is, you know, of course, something to talk about regarding the the need for design week. Why is it important, and uh, what what role is it playing? So, uh, Lisa, maybe you can uh, talk about some of the the highlights during the week, either from the fair itself mm-hmm. or or from events around the week. What are some of your favorite uh, things that happened? I think uh, first and foremost, I really liked meeting people away from keyboard again. I think that's super valuable. But having said that, you know, I, I enjoyed. Uh, tough at Bukowski's quite a lot. I thought that mm. was beautifully curated. I mean, just really exquisite objects, a really good design, in my opinion, also calm atmosphere. But I also liked quite the opposite, which was uh, Elfre Gord, which I thought was just, you know, really gutsy and fun and colorful and generous and, you know, all those kind of adjectives that you can use if you are really sparkly. Um, I thought that was really life enhancing, but as well, I thought that was important because obviously it's not that important to please me, but those places, experimental value, venues and galleries give sort of designers a platform to show things that not necessarily are put into production, mm. you know, um, where they can research and do fun things or fail at doing things or whatever. And I think, yeah, I think it's really important to sort of force yourself onto uncharted territory once in a while. That is in itself a good thing. I mean, we don't know what's going to save the world. It might be the clown chair, you know, in the back that's going to, you know, go on to do some great things. So I thought that was really interesting. So it should be noted that Elf Gord, it was, it was arranged by the fair, right? It was, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a building very close to the fair and anyone Indeed. who's been to the fair and taking the train there, always, you, you've passed it for now, for, for me, it's almost two decades Uh and this is an old um, uh, building adjacent to the fair. Stefan, were, were you there as well? 
Yes, absolutely. Of course. Um, I think it is a super initiative. Really, really uh, nice. Uh, I think that the fair uh, initiated some, some really good concepts. Everything from the El Quegord to also the nude stands. So I would say that absolutely the fair itself during the design week is extremely important mm. and prove itself being sort of like the platform on where this is standing. So yeah, the fair itself is super interesting. I also went around in town and saw some fairly interesting exhibitions. I, I would say they were smaller this year than, than other years and also yeah. then of less importance than other years. But still, yeah, it's it's a this is our home turf. This is the opportunity where we sort of like show Swedish design to the world. And I am emphasizing Swedishness rather than Scandinavianness, even though we saw some Scandinavian or Nordic initiatives, like for instance, the Norwegians did some things, the Finnish did some things, but it's mainly a Swedish design week. And isn't that to me is a kind of a takeaway from the week that it felt more Swedish than ever. So the I think that like the guest of honor were uh, was a Swedish uh, uh, designer front uh, that used to be always an international one. Um, obviously, there were I think there were quite uh, a significant um, downturn in terms of attendance of of brands. Um, someone told me that were about around 400 brands exhibiting used to be uh, 700 pre pandemic. So and uh, definitely less international brands. Would you agree that this felt this the whole fair felt less international than it used to? I yeah. heard higher numbers than you did, Conrad. Mm-hmm. So I heard around 600 uh, exhibitors than, than 400. So, but still, there were less than usual. Yeah. Um, but still, this is like early on. I mean, I uh, this is peak season for me. I'm traveling, so I'm, I'm constantly seeing different fairs. And every fair, every fair is getting smaller in one right. sense or another. So every so this is like an international phenomenon. We're not really back to, to normality yet. So I'm not surprised that we're having a smaller fair. But the visitors were like uh, anno- they were like almost back to. Uh, pre-pandemic mm. uh, so the visitor numbers were really really high uh, and unexpected i heard that as a criticism in, from other scandinavian countries that when we do this scandinavian design week we yeah. tend to only show swedish design so mm. for instance um, a lot of press is invited internationally to come to stockholm to see this and we only show swedish brands we only go to their showrooms we only introduce swedish designers so how Scandinavian are we when we're welcoming them to see the Swedishness of things? So, mm. um, yeah, um, I think that's a lesson to be learned. Um, you, t- you mentioned that the guest of honor were Swedish, and I think that um, top of mind, this should be absolutely from a different country in the Scandinavian region. Absolutely. Do you think it matters that that three days of design in Copenhagen has risen to become such? I mean, it, it, to me, when I speak to people in the industry, this seems, I mean, people talk about it as a tentpole event these days. Are you going to three days of design? Uh, it, it, it's definitely a, a, an event that people uh, put in their calendars. Lisa, what's your what's your impression of, of, of our Danish kind of counterpart? Are, are, they, are they stealing the thunder from Stockholm, do you think? Yeah, I will definitely think so. Uh, I mean, it's it's a completely different vibe if you go there. I mean, you can you're not in February and you mm. can just you know be walking around the city, of course. And I think it's also a different thing without the fair. I mean, the fair gives something, but it also takes something away. And I think we really maybe should uh, try to be something else uh, so we can coexist with Three Days of Design. I think they did the their they've done a really good job. And we shouldn't do the exact same if we want to be relevant and interesting. Yeah, well, of course, uh, the whole 
design festival or activity in Denmark is extremely interesting to watch and follow. Uh, but don't forget, it's always been nice weather. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole design experience is sort of like based on that we're all there drinking wine and it's nice weather. Uh, and I think that we should not underestimate fairs because affairs are extremely business driven. Uh, you're mm-hmm. there to make business uh, while at the three days of design, you're there to socialize. And for me, when I'm there as a press and I'm attending, um, normally when I go to three days of design, I can see like eight brands during a day. But at a fair, I'm able to see 48 brands during a day. So, so you know, from an efficient perspective, I think that fairs are beating three days of design. But still, it's, well, it's an important thing. Absolutely. Good point. And, and let's pick up on that. I mean, th- there are rumors. or th- I know there's been talks, at least, of moving uh, the, the Stockholm uh, Furniture Fair to another date because of this issue. Uh, I'm not sure how, how far, far along those plans are or if they're even... Uh, still exists, but uh, you know, fact of the matter, we do have a, now a Stockholm Design Week that exists. Is it September or October? I think September, right? Yeah. Well, honestly, who knows? I think it's uh, it's a good thing if they are just more clear in their communication. We can't have Design Weeks floating around all the time. I mean, it's super fun, and obviously, we always mm. love going. But you know, you have to be clear in your communication so that people know when when to when to show up. Again, the whole international aspect is that you have fewer but better. Yeah. So fewer days. I think that Stockholm Design Week is now five days at least, and they should have it in three days. Mm. And you should not have two Design Weeks uh, officially, not just one. But Good I know point. how much you're rounding around, Stefan, and also you, Lisa. How would you manage to uh, to go to all the places if there were, were only three days? Well, you don't. You, you can't. Choose. Yeah, you exactly. That's what editors do. You sort of yeah. edit something away. Yeah. You you have to go with your gut, with your favorite, what you think it's going to be the best. So. It's always going to be the problem. If you have 20 days, you're going to still have the same problem. Uh, Stefan, you mentioned 48 brands in a day when walking, visiting the fair. Um, you are notoriously, I think, the most... <laughs> uh, um, I'm Mr. Fair Guy. I am. <laughs> exactly. I know, you know when I see your keynotes, you always point that out. Yeah. Uh, at least pre-pandemic, you were traveling around at fairs. It feels like every other uh, week. Um, but so from a from a sort of trend experts perspective, uh, what could we assess from from this uh, this design week? Did you see any anything that can bundle up to to trends that that we can see? Oh, absolutely. Um, where should we start? I saw that things are getting smaller. Mm. I thought that was interesting. Um, everyone's still talking about: Are we going to be working from from home, or are we going to be working from an office? Uh, regardless, it's getting smaller because the sort of the the desk is getting smaller, or also, of course, the desk chair is getting smaller. I mean, no one is having sort of like cabinets anymore, so everything is getting smaller. Um, I also saw that um, textiles. Are, are growing enormously. Uh, so they were, for instance, in the greenhouse section, pillars that were made out of yarns. Mm. Stefan is showing in the image, as you can imagine. <laughs> it's sort of like a fountain of yarn, and that's the pillar, a podium where you would put things on. So everything is extremely tight. And the, um, table legs were in, in, in textiles. Yeah, textiles, textiles, textiles. Uh, and of course, I think that if I don't mention it, Lisa Marie will do it, which is like colors, uh, meaning that we, we replace innovation, your favorite topic, with colors. No one's talking about new things, but you're, instead you're talking about colors. No one's talking about new things. Lisa, yes. uh, would you agree to it? So what have been on your eyes when you've, you've watched the fair? And what are you looking for in terms of your readers? What, what are you looking for to, to service your readers with? 
Well, our readers are mainly architects and designers, and I hope mm. they had a chance to see it for themselves for some parts. But uh, for the parts they didn't have the time, I hope to give sort of an overview and they can make up their own mind because they are very knowledgeable. But I think colors as well, obviously. I think that's totally a thing you, you couldn't possibly miss. And I think that's uh, tightly tied to, to another thing that I think I saw a lot of that sort of design that's trying to say something about our time. I mean, like it's trying to say something about sustainability, maybe how we can save the world and how what materials we can use, um, if we can have pure materials, if we can replace things from uh, furniture and, and sort of live with them extra long. Uh, but I also think, you know, colors can be escapism and fun as well as being you know a quite easy way of updating something so i think we saw a bit of both at the fair actually mm. you mentioned sustainability i, I want to get into uh to this topic obviously very important for us at scanning in mind uh we, we cover this uh, at length uh you want maybe you can give uh some of your observations from the week uh, from from kind of the scanning in mind filter uh, what were some from some of the projects that you saw that, that caught your eye? No, so just to follow up on, on Stefan's, uh, what, what he mentioned, uh, the greenhouse section, which, uh, yeah, you guys can probably describe it even better, but it's the special area for new and emerging designers and also uh, design schools. Uh, mm. And that was my favorite part of the entire fair. And uh, also, of course, the new names, as in uh, so many other creative industries, uh, they are leading the way when it comes to um, yeah, the coming tendencies, so to say. So, for instance, um, at Scandinavian Mind, we've had a problem with the, the entire uh, uh, business, this uh, industry, that uh, the lack of innovation. Uh, so, and also uh, the, the fact that um, the entire industry speaks about itself uh, as sustainable uh, because of the long-lasting products, which seems mm. a bit outdated, if you if you ask us. Uh, while in the greenhouse section, we finally saw some initiatives, uh, yeah, or quite a lot of initiatives, actually. We've seen it before, but uh, yeah, those uh, circular um, uh, initiatives and that, um, yeah. No, uh, I must say, I'm not either, either super convinced, but I, 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 think we saw, I, I think we saw other interesting things at the fair. I mean, sometimes it's not a finished project. Because, uh, you know, a lot of the high tech that I think that you like are material research and, mm. and it's still continuous. I mean, you know, at the Scandinavian Design Awards uh, that the, the Room family and the fair did together, we nominated four eye tiles, like tiles made from old ovens, I think. But it's mm. not a product to be used yet. So it's just an interesting thing. But if, if I could pick sort of a few things from the fair that I thought was quite interesting when it comes to sustainability and I'm not going to talk about all the wood obviously because you know you can say whatever please do no please no no, do. no 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 I think it enough has been talked uh, said about the wood but I think like Verk for instance are trying mm. to sort of I mean they are making things in wood and, uh, and it's very well researched but I think the new thing they're trying to make right now it's uh, trying to make a sustainable paint from locally sourced uh, natural ingredients and they are um, working together with quite a big Swedish um, manufacturer to be able to do that and I think that might actually be something 
But they're one player, Malita. Yeah, they're I, one I know, player. but you you can't disregard one player. We need no, the no, good no. example as well. It's a, I know, it's a mad but man's world. Yes, but also that was my first example, Stefan. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah, yeah, yeah. more if you want to know <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please give it to me. <laughs> yes, I will. I'm waiting. Yes, and here it comes. <laughs> I really enjoyed Normada design. You know, yep. Johanna Westerberg. You know, she makes these chairs out of the. It's it's. 3D printed. But yes. the fun and interesting part with her project, I think, is that you can actually reuse it. it say you, you buy this chair for your dining room or I don't know what you have in your apartment. And a few years later, it's like, OK, goodness gracious, I'm getting a divorce. I'm not needing a dining table. I'm needing something else, a super tiny chair or whatever, uh, or a table. Or you're old and fat, you need a larger Yeah, chair. exactly. Yeah. Whatever you need. Mm. You can just bring mm. it back and they can reuse that actual material and make something new. I thought that was really interesting. You know, that was quite an innovation, if you ask me. But I also liked, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, we have this really old, super old Swedish drömtrappor. You know, it's mm -hmm. been around for 100 years. They make wooden staircases and now they asked Alex Lervik to do uh, a design for them and he came up with a design where you can sort of change one step if it gets broken or worn down mm -hmm. and and I think you know sort of being able to replace something without throwing the whole thing away that that's really a smart thing to do that's really innovation as well. I do agree, Lisa, but I think we need more yes, of that. Yes, of course to, we, we do. You talked, you talked about the only, I mean, out of 600 exhibitors, mm. you mentioned like the only two ones who made an intellectual or intelligent well, thinking. Well, wasn't that a good pick then? Yeah, well, yeah. What do you Stefan, consider I that's... hear a fair amount of, of skepticism <laughs> from you. What, what, what's your take on this? Uh, what's your take on, on sustainability in the Swedish design industry? I think that, I mean... I think that everyone wants more. I saw some an outcry actually on, on social media where someone who was visiting wanted more. And I think that we mm. all want more. I think that one thing that, that Lisa Marie is sort of like not mentioning now is the exhibition. There was a specific exhibition done by Emma Olbers, which was about um, carbon dioxide. It's super difficult yeah, to say beautiful. in English, carbon dioxide. Uh, and that's one angle. But and I think that we need more and that we want clearer guidance. And you touched on the topic of like, we can't have an industry saying like, oh, no, no, we make sustainable things because they're long lasting. Not good enough anymore. Not good enough. Um, but, so yeah, but I'm not so... And also getting honestly. quite tired of, uh, so we have so many, we've had so many years and so many chances to, to change something, but we keep on yeah. just talking and wishing. But I think that I want to give credit for the fair. I do want to give credit to the fair because I think they were, I mean, again, I said that I do my millions of fair per year mm. and I don't think I've ever seen a fair itself being so sustainable as they have been. So I think they need credit for that. Meaning then, Lisa Marie, oh. I know you're pointing the finger yes, at me now. Yes, I am. Uh, but I think that the nude collection, the nude side, the nude gallery or whatever it was called, which was sort of like with a, a whole area with plain uh, stands with sustainable materials. Super, I mean, we saw that in Milan, but they skipped that. They had the opportunity to do that as a, as a standard in Milan, but they skipped that. And now you can see it again in Stockholm. And I don't see anyone doing that. Oh. They educate people with, with the, the exhibitions like with you should Emma. explain and, exactly so, yeah. what that was and let's keep lisa you can we can come back to you but okay okay this was a new uh stand concept where the yeah. actual stands meaning the walls and the floors Floor. and so forth mm. were of more sustainable materials and also yes. be able to recycle exactly and not the content so for instance there were exactly. exhibitors who were part of of this but to the actual stands itself so again as a fair organizer they take responsibility and trying to do stands 
for people so that they are sustainable. And I like that. And yeah. I like that as well. But I think that's a po- it's a starting point because I actually, and I'm really sorry to say that, I find that to be the sort of least inspiring part of the entire affair. And it <laughs> breaks my heart to say that. And also, you know, I know they are talking a lot about sustainability of the fair, and it's also a good starting point. But, you know, they just tore it down. I have no idea how, how sustainable it was. We, we have to wait and, and see what, what, what the... What the sort of the takedown is, because it's so easy to say that you want to do a, a, a responsible fair, but it's it's my caveat when it comes to this. You know, the fair itself it is a problem when we talk about sustainability. There there is some some inherent problems with getting all these people in the same room just you know for three days or five days or however mm. long. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem here is that uh, we actually need a certain section for this kind of concept. And uh, yeah, also the constant discussion like uh, shouldn't all uh, all the, 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 the fair stands uh, look like this? But then uh, again, uh, as you point out, Lisa Marie, like it's quite uninspiring. I went to one of the trade fairs in Copenhagen uh, two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, the, it looked similar because uh, all of the stands looked look the same due to sustainability uh, because of the UN goals. They want, to, they want to come closer to reach the UN goals or help the brands to, to do that as a, as a trade fair. So it's a similar initiative, uh, but it becomes quite un, uninspiring. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't want to see like a complete fair look like this. I, I want to see the brands uh, taking uh, their responsibility uh, not to tear down uh, the, the, their stand and not to reuse it afterwards. I think it's a problem that we need this kind of concept in order to raise a discussion about it. Let's let's leave the debate on uh, on uh, how the stand is sort of uh, oh, sorry how the fair uh, is doing from a sustainability perspective and and look at some of the individual brands and projects. So there were a few uh, um, exhibit exhibitions. Uh, we mentioned Emma Olbush, which I think was a you know wonderful exhibition. Uh, obviously, mostly directed to other designers. I guess uh, she had done. Uh, uh, exhibition of materials where each material represented one kilo of uh, carbon dioxide uh, released in the atmosphere. So, you know, one one small piece of aluminum or a you know, bigger piece of, of recycled aluminum and, and, and so forth. Uh, did you see any other uh, projects uh, related to sustainability from, from some of the brands or designers? Uh, you one, maybe you, you saw a few? Yeah, and also uh, I just want to uh, mentioned that uh, yeah I did a short interview with Emma and uh, it's part of a list published uh, on our website with um, yeah five innovators from Stockholm Design Week. Uh, mm-hmm. I I found uh, five. I could have uh, picked like twenty because I when when you reach out to people and speak to them, uh, quite a few concepts are actually quite sustainable. And uh, yeah, I, I, I still want to point out the greenhouse section as being the most progressive uh, and uh, um, thought-provoking. Uh, so for me, that was the, the highlight, as I mentioned. Uh, but you can have, um, uh, you, you can take Vestre um, um, and the Note Design Studios uh, continuous collaboration. Uh, they won um, the best uh, stand uh, last edition of the fair, 2020, and uh, this time they've worked again for the third uh, consecutive time. And uh, part of the stand uh, was actually rented uh, from a manufacturer, so uh, they borrowed it from it uh, from from the I think it was the flooring manufacturer. So um, mm. yeah, that's also, but it's it's so such a small step 
But you know, in this industry, obviously, all the small te steps uh, count. You know. I have one idea or thought that I, that sort of like impressed me, Go ahead. Um, which was also down in the gallery. We talked about the nude section, so now we separate the area. Mm. So nude section where the, where the the stands were in, were in a fixed format, and then we have a gallery which was basically someone picked out things on town uh, that they thought were interesting and, and showed them. I thought that that was also a nice gesture mm. from the fair as an organizer. Uh, and there I found um, Finn Algren doing sort of like a concept about what do we do with all the flaws in things, and what do we do when we get tired of mm. things. And I think that I need bigger thinking that's because we started this conversation by saying like everything is about material and specifically about wood uh so but, but everything is about material but i think that we need more thinking um lisa you mentioned uh, uh the girls with the 3d printed chairs i can't remember what the name was Normada. No, Normada. Normada design, yeah. Yeah. so one of the things i did so the whole concept of like um, um replacing things and giving back things or or have um uh, the print of the actual um chair being sent somewhere else and you can print it in another country i think th I, I need more of these thinking if we want to be forward looking yeah. and that that was really really a few projects yeah. like this. but i think also the fair is maybe not the best way to show your environmental and your sustainable work because you have like two minutes and people are going to lose interest and, and move on so i think when you sort of in, as you said you when you interview people or you go to the factory and you get to hang out with people you sort of get a bet better uh, more nuanced view of, of how they work so that's what I hope to do I mean I was invited to so many factories when I went around because people are really proud of you know being locally made and whatever and it's first mm. when you're actually there that you can see that okay is it BS or is is there something here well Lisa Marie when I mean because you're clearly uh, um, servicing the, the the architects and designers uh, with the magazine Tidskiften uh, room uh, how would you, uh, you know, what are the reactions from the industry, the, from the designers, from the architects that you've met and perhaps talked to? Are they happy with with the design week or and the fair? Are they inspired by it? Uh, yes, I would say I would say just a big fat yes. I think mm. it was so <laughs> important to just meet each other. I mean, you have to understand design is as a collaborative venture. It's like you do it for the user and you need to be around people for it to be a proper product. I mean, it's not art for art's sake. So I think I think it was really valuable for them to just, you know, meet other people in the industry, you know, apart from the people they are working closest with. So I've heard uh, good and bad about it, but mostly I think people are just really happy it's, it's back on again. Mm. Stefan, what's your take on the temperature on the, on out on town or at the cocktails or in the stands? Uh, <laughs> I, I would say I would comment the fair by saying like I talked to as many exhibitors as I could. Yeah. I did, of course didn't talk to everyone, but I think that out of these six hundred that we mentioned, I talked to a lot of them, and two were negative, but everyone else. Mm were super, super happy. Uh, I mean, they were making business and they were meeting people. And I think that it's important for, especially for the Swedish sort of like self-esteem, say like, but people were really, really happy. Right. Uh, the most common thing that people mentioned were like, they were missing some some brands. You also mentioned that, Conrad. And I'll go, my first question or my, my immediate response to that is, okay, so who are you missing? Uh, and then you're missing the Danes, mm. obviously. The Danes are now focusing on 3D design. And you're missing like seven at the most. Swedish brands who's who are not there uh, but uh, overall I mean everyone was super happy uh, visitors were more complaining than the actual exhibitors who were doing business 
I think it's important to emphasize. That's a really interesting uh, observation. Let's yeah. end with uh, uh, you know a bit of optimism. That's what we like to do here at Scandinavian Mind. Uh, maybe talking ahead of this year, 2023, what are you looking forward to uh, the most? Could be things you saw at the fair, but also other events or, or other things happening. Uh, I'm going to go all around now. Uh, Lisa Bari, I'm going to start with you. I'm actually mostly looking forward to all the factory visits that I just uh, talked about. Uh, mm. I really love visiting the factories and seeing where the products are born and, you know, talking to the designers where they are most at home. Do you have a favorite? Uh, factory? Or, yeah, favorite factory you can mention. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't been yet. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm just really looking forward to going to to Gemla, to Shellemo, mm. and to a few others mm. who are kind enough to extend an invitation. Yesness as well, should be nice. I mean, Dumbo. Yes, one, I yeah. would yeah. love that. Stefan, what does your itinerary look like 2023? Uh, is it? I mean, I, I think that Lisa Marie started by saying like meeting people. And of course, I also met like lots and lots of nice people. Mm. Uh, and one of the most interesting talks I had was with IKEA, the previous design director, uh, Marcus Engman. Mm. And he was talking about the new retail they're doing. And I, I I assume that everyone knows that H&M and Ikea is now collaborating. Two of the largest brands in retail in the world are now collaborating and doing something jointly. I think that's super interesting. And I think that we need sort of like these good examples of people who are doing retail and experiments and, and positivity. They're doing a joint two, retail space together? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Atelier 100. It's open. It's actually open in London. And I'm going next week, Conrad. Wow. Do you want to come? No, I, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to come. But you, you can come back and talk about it uh, on the show. I know H and M and IKEA have been collaborating on new innovations and investing in companies around textile yeah. recycling, it's that at, sort at, of thing. Atelier, yeah. Atelier100.com. You can Google it afterwards. It's super interesting. Wonderful, wonderful. You uh, one, uh, you know, let me ask the same question to you. Obviously, you have more part of this feed, this podcast, or or our, our news feed uh, on a da- daily, weekly basis. From but from a design point of view, uh, what are you looking forward to um, uh, in the weeks and months to come? Yeah, so just to follow up on uh, all the people uh, you met, and uh, I I, um, I focus this time quite a lot on the, like the new names to watch. We will include mm. at least one of them uh, in our uh, upcoming uh, print magazine. And also, yeah. I... Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who. Give me names, you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yet to be disclosed. But, uh, but also, yeah, again, uh, quite interesting uh, circular in- initiatives. Uh, we, we have a company. Uh, it's more of a, like a material supplier or, yeah. Uh, called Solaris, they're based in Gothenburg, and they they uh, had curated um, an exhibition uh, in the uh, yeah you can't say this in English, but the uh, Hall A, let's say it like that, Hall A. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, about circularity, and um, yeah, looking mm. forward to uh, to read uh, to to discover more about their solutions and uh, other circular initiatives and the new names to watch. All right, for me, who didn't have the chance to visit and see as much as I hoped during Stockholm uh, Design Week and Stockholm Furniture Fair, this has been a treat to have you guys uh, uh, walking through uh, some of the best examples and also talking about the state of the industry. Uh, this has been the Scandinavian Mind podcast. Don't forget. To sign up to our newsletter visit scandermind.com slash newsletter not to miss out on any uh, content and upcoming events Elisa Marie Stefan and Johan thank you so much for speaking to me thank you thank you, thank you. Thank you.